Welcome back to another week of the Bitcoin Podcast Network's Just the Headers. Uh, t- today's show is brought to you by the smooth, melancholy voice of D and his wonderful, wonderful guest, not guest, ho- actual permanent host of <laughs> Just the headers, uh, the world's most interesting man, Jesse the man broke himself. Uh, Jesse, go on ahead and say hello to the audience. Hey everybody, it's another week, another week of crypto headlines. That's just the voice Jesse's using. Usually he has a much smoother voice than that, <laughs> uh, but he's just letting that roll. So uh, uh, any d- endeavors in the fruit industry? This week, Jesse. No, I wish. I'm hoping to work on some fruit-related stuff next week. Yeah, I've been eating a lot of dates, but not a lot, just enough, because a date oh, is pretty much yeah. like a sugar cube. Like you gotta be dang- It's a sugar cube that with fiber. So imagine eating a sugar cube and then a couple tablespoons of fiber powder, and you have a date. That's it. So. I had an Asian pear. That was pretty good. Asian pears are always solid, man. It's a rock solid strat. Rock solid. It's delicious. Yep. We are still not sponsored by Harvest Foods. So if you are <laughs> listening and you know anyone at Harvest Foods, we'd appreciate a word of, uh, you know, uh, a wishful word, a helpful word. We're really trying to get sponsored by that. Uh, freeze-dried food company harvest foods because i would not only like a lot of freeze-dried fruit to consume for myself but i'd also like to tell you guys about how good it is after i eat it so you ready to jump into these headlines jesse did you see that things were a little different yeah things are different we have new sources for our headlines that's right finally got off my lazy ass and added some R, some different RSS feeds <laughs> to our mix so we don't have the same boring ass news from Cointelegraph every damn week. So and we got we got a mix in there. We threw Coindesk back in the mix. We've taken them out, we put them back. We got decrypt in here. Decrypt, right? So in fact our first article is written by Adriana Hamacher. New names, baby. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Decrypt Guide, um, Part Two: How to Mine Bitcoin, Ethereum, and is this is this an article or is this like a what's <laughs> happening here? What? what oh, this is like say? a like a how to. Do, 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 I don't know if you realized, but Decrypt Media and Hacker Noon 
have a lot of DIY, how to do a lot of different things. And so I was, I was, uh, uh, I was interested in, in putting some of these articles here just for everybody who's interested. They can click the link to the week's articles and they can pop open some of these and try and DIY for themselves. Cause I've seen some people in Slack asking, you know, how do I set up a lightning node? How do I do this? And how do I do that? So okay, opening, I'm hoping this could, you know, make a dent in that. Well, let's read a little bit into this. Oh, this is one of those websites where you scroll. It tells you the percentage to completion you are in the article. I love oh, yeah. sites like that. Oh, I love it because it lets me know, like, if I get 50% through your article, I've made it through all I need to know if the article sucks. You know. Anyways, today's prospector needs more than a map, a pick, and a shovel. He or she needs to know how to make the best use of their money and equipment and keep up to date on the latest developments in cryptocurrency mining. While the gold rush is over for... I like this writing already. It feels more energetic. While the gold rush is over for now, mining experts told Decrypt that mining can still be profitable if you know which bits of kit will net you the most bang for your buck. So how to do it? Let's drive into the alphabet soup, shall we? There are four ways to mine cryptocurrency. ASIC, FPGA, or graphics card, or GPU, or CPU. That's terrible writing, but you get it. ASICs. No question. The big money is going into costly Bitcoin ASIC mining. Um, so the article basically gives an overview of each one of these. Here's one that I didn't know. Here's FPGA, Field Programmable Gate Arrays. Highly efficient mining rigs that can be programmed on the fly. If a network changes its algorithm or a miner wants to switch to a more profitable coin and a field programmable gate array can adapt. They've been around since 2012, but initial versions weren't cost effective. They're still an order of magnitude more expensive than GPUs and costly to reprogram. That prohibits most hobbyists from FPGA mining. Only those with deep pockets have been make have been able to make use of their adaptability. So that's something new. I didn't even know those existed. I, I'd imagine not everyone knows because they're tough to work with because you had to manually program them, I'm assuming. So, and then GPUs and CPUs. Um, but yeah, so nice little, nice little uh, reminder of the different ways to mine there. You can go into the show notes and check out the rest of that if you like. So let's get into another article here. Ooh. <laughs> The Bitfinex and Tether allegations explained. Oh, that's a video. That's a video, yeah. What is the New York Attorney General says that Tether and Bitfinex? It's really loud. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't think that that would go to a video. Why did that go to a video? That's not even a YouTube link. It is a YouTube. Oh, yeah, it's not. I don't. What is happening? This show's starting out like a shit show already. We're going to do one more article, <laughs> then we're going to move on to Monday, Jesse. It's going to be your turn. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. Russia prepares to test cryptocurrency. The rest is not loading. Oh, look Look at the article. Largest drug seizure in New Jersey history. Darkwebnews.com. What? Where is it? Harder. The last two articles of the weekend. All right. I'm going to read uh, that one a sec because that one's a lot more cooler. A lot more cooler. That's how my English works. 
Don't laugh at me. <laughs> okay, I'm not. I'm stopping now. Dark web news. It's from the dark web, and it's news. Wow. I'm not. No. The dark web what? feels so ominous. Darknet investigation leads to the largest drug seizure in New Jersey history. A dark web investigation that lifted the lid on money laundering has led to a massive drug bust in New Jersey. The, the, the seizure targeted possible money laundering schemes associated with a darknet drug ring. Authorities have confirmed the incident to be the greatest seizure of counterfeit pills in the history of the northeastern United States. Oh my god. The operation was directed by the office of Manhattan Manhattan District Attorney to and led to the arrest of three persons in New Jersey, including two Middlesex County residents and a man from Ocean County. Chester Anderson. Chester Anderson. Was <laughs> was arrested alongside two other alleged accomplices, Jared Codd and Ronald McCarty, for drug conspiracy. Uh, what was the name of the guy last week? I don't know. Chester Anderson? Do you remember who I'm talking about? Like, the guy no, last week that got busted, he had that crazy-ass name? Uh, I remember we read a an article about that guy but uh, i don't remember his name calamitous clay or whatever his name was oh okay yeah it was like a fake name like it sounded super fake like he made it up yeah 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 you don't remember, yeah, I don't do remember you? the name <laughs> i don't remember the name still i'm trying to go back and know. look i'm trying to buy time on the air so people think that we're not looking for other articles as <laughs> Keep reading. Do so. Do something. Uh, buy me time, just quickly. Something. Okay. Okay. Two point three million dollar business. Uh, off the name's Callaway Crane. Uh, what the hell kind of name is that? The best name ever as a gamer tag. Okay, let's get back to the other article. By the way, Chester Anderson. Even though that was pretty cool, she did that. Isn't she? Chester yeah. Anderson has nothing on. Galloway Green <laughs> and the High Noon Boys. All right, so uh, anyways, two point three million dollars uh, were laundered. Uh, the entire investigation and eventual arrest came about as a result of months-long operation that involved undercover agents. Ten thousand zannies, baby. Ten thousand zannies seized. We buckets, just buckets of drugs. Look at all those narcs up there, Jesse. Yep. Hey, the last article is pretty interesting. Yeah. It's about this guy that was killed off. Um, he's a tech entrepreneur in uh, Syria, and apparently, uh, he was arrested and tortured and killed. Interesting. For on to Monday. Yeah. All right, cool. Monday, here we go. IMF global standards. Uh, oh, no, 24 countries and IMF discuss global standards of crypto regulation. 24 financial authorities and 11 international organizations, including the IMF and the World Bank, recently gathered in New York and discussed global standards of crypto regulation. 
quote, it is important to consistently implement international standards, said the chairman of South Korea's top financial regulator who attended the meeting. The FSB plenary met at the Federal Reserve Bank of New York to discuss, quote, vulnerabilities in the global financial system and the progress report to be delivered to the upcoming G20 meetings in Japan. Among the topics of discussion was global standards of crypto regulation. Quote, the plenary discussed the different initiatives underway at standard-setting bodies to address risks from crypto assets and any possible gaps in this work, the FSB detailed. The board added that its work on crypto assets has focused on two areas, monitoring of of the financial stability implications and a directory of crypto asset regulators, promising that it will publish an update on the work of the standard-setting bodies and will deliver it to the June meeting of G20 finance ministers and central bank governors, the board elaborated. Quote, members took note of the continued rapid evolution of crypto asset markets and the need for continued monitoring of developments. The FSB is exploring financial stability, regulatory, and governance implications of the decentralized financial technologies. Hmm. So uh, the FSB is getting hot and heavy, flirting, huh? They're taking Bitcoin out for a nice seafood dinner, asking for more butter. For more butter, you know what I found out recently. You can put the lemon in the butter, and you can have lemon butter. Oh, that sounds fancier than normal butter, dude. Let me tell you something. Blew my shit open. So I got my crab legs, and I'm just dipping them in my butter. My girl's Uh like, "Nah, nah, nah, fam. Put the lemon in the butter." And I was like, "What? (laughs) This is fucking crazy." So she puts the lemon in the butter, and then I mix it up. And then I eat it. And I'm like, holy shit. Now I actually know what the flavor lemon butter is. I see it all the wow. time. Lemon butter. And I'm like, oh, I guess you just take some butter, sprinkle some lemon. But no, 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 no. Put the lemon juice in the butter. Rock that sounds shit. like some Mentos Coke thing. Nah, it doesn't explode all over you. It yeah, does but you're not putting do like- that. No, no, I'm not saying that it would do that. I'm just saying it's just a opposite flavor spectrum. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, it's very umami. But, <laughs> um, while we're talking about food, uh, which we talk about often, weirdly, what's your favorite breakfast pastry? Toaster strudel. No, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I'm a croissant man, and I'm, I found this out over the years that I'm pretty pretty stone hard locked into a nice croissant. Warm. That's all you need. Isn't a toaster strudel like similar to a croissant as far as the uh, pastry dough? Or I think it's got I think it's got some flakiness to it. I think you're. It doesn't have as many layers though. Nope. Yeah. How many layers does a croissant have? Is it like 60-something or 70-something? Well, in order to classify as a croissant, you've got to have a minimum of 45 layers. Is it? Uh, yeah. that's If you were to look in the official croissant fabricator's guide uh, that was written mm-hmm. by the uh, League of Extraordinary Croissant Bakers, uh, you'd know that it's 45 layers. 27 layers. What are you? Where are you getting? Where are you getting twenty-seven? 
so a French croissant has 81 layers. How many layers should a croissant have, though? It well, says you can get up to 27 layers. Uh, oh. That's been amended. That's an old website. So let's oh, move yeah. on to another article. <laughs> okay. Let's, yeah, let's move. So let's go. Let's go to another article for Monday. Here we go. Uh, Australian crypto scam reports roll, rose almost two hundred percent in. No more scams. Something else. Okay. Uh, Brent Lant. No, that's a DIY. Or that's like uh, yeah, it's show and tell. Um, ledgers here. This is interesting. Ledger users just dodged a bullet, or did they? Sunnyfangacronoon.com. On April 25th, Ledger cast a tweet to warn its users of a dangerous malware that replaces the Ledger Live application through a fake update, which then requests your recovery phrase. Since it in highlights a critical flaw faced by most popular hardware brands like Trezor and KeepKey, both of these wallets require users to update their wallets by downloading software from a trusted source, the wallet issuer. Such a mechanism leaves room for attackers, as has been highlighted by the recent live malware. While Ledger claims that its team was able to detect the attack swiftly enough that only one device was affected, there is no way to know how many people have really been affected by this. Mm. And because of the way Ledger's and most other hardware wallets infrastructure works, means that we can expect many future similar incidents. Well, there you go. So, and then uh, last article for Monday... Nova Gratz's Galaxy Digital Crypto Fund lost $272.7 million in 2018. Mm. Galaxy Digital Holdings, the crypto merchant bank founded by former hedge fund manager Michael Novogratz, lost $97 million in the fourth quarter, according to financials disclosed Monday. The net loss widened from $76.7 million in the third quarter and from about hundred thousand dollars a year earlier Ouch. according to the filing with canadian securities regulators um that's that's how you take a l right there if you're gonna take a l do a big or go home take your ass home with your little losses so for all of 2018 it's full first full year of operation the company lost 272.7 million dollars the majority of the red link in our red ink in 2018 hundred $101.4 million came from selling digital assets at a loss. Oh, oh, Galaxy also recorded $75.5 million in paper losses on crypto. It held that declined in price. Oh, $8.5 million in unrealized losses on investments in companies and $88.4 million in operating expenses. Wow, it's a huge operating expense. Dude, if I ever lost that much money, I think I would uh, I think I would helo, helo dive out of a plane into concrete. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, but he's still like, he's still. I don't know if that's a smile in the picture on, on the top of the article. Halo, halo, that's not like halo. That. Halo dive. Yeah, high altitude, low low orbit. Yeah, that's what it means. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Halo jump into concrete. Just become one with the concrete on a molecular level. So, so where do you think his like mental fortitude is at for him to like? Well, he was like almost a billionaire before, so I don't think he cares. But I think he cares uh, about his reputation. And now all of his friends are laughing at him, and he's like, mm, "Don't laugh at me! I don't laugh at me!" So, at least that's what I think when my friends are laughing at me. So, 
Dang. So at the end of 2018, Galaxy held 9,724 Bitcoin, about 36.4 million, 92,545 Ether, 12.3 million, 2.4 million EOS, 6, 6 million, and 60,227 of Monero, 2.8 million. The firm increased its investment in Bitcoin and Ether from the beginning of last of the year when it held 5,902 Bitcoin and 57,000 ETH. Mm. Galaxy also used to hold large amounts of WAX, 50.2 million, and Block V tokens, 17.4 million, which disappeared from the top ranks of the firm's investments at the end of the year. Mm. Wow. According to the report, Galaxy lost money selling Bitcoin, 70.3 million, and Ether, 64.4 million, which was partially offset by $54.3 million earned selling some cryptocurrency. Yeah, short. I think they did that to wash it so they don't have to pay that much taxes. And so that's what it sounds like. And remember, we found out that's, that Novogratz has that's that 134 million. Canada? I mean, I, I guess. I don't know. I don't know, man. Well, you report losses mainly when you want to wash your gains. Anyways, we're not going to talk about this tactics on this show, but let's talk about not the song. Don't sing the song. Jesse, don't sing it. Let's talk about (laughs) Okay, I'm not singing it. Alright, alright. That's immediately what I thought, though. Um... I'm not going to sing it. I always want to let you know that I immediately thought about singing it, though. <laughs> want to understand Vipinex? Understand Mount Gox. Ooh, we cannot get oh. away from Mount Gox. It is here to stay. It is the thorn and crypto side forever. Hey, what are you doing? Oh, just strolling along my day, you know, living my crypto life. Hey, Mount Gox, boom, hit you right in your kidney. History doesn't recede itself, but it rhymes. That's a quote often attributed to Mark Twain. And while Bifinex doesn't exactly rhyme with Gox, there's several parallels in the stories of these two exchanges. Uh, people interested in understanding Bifinex are well served to understand what happened with Mount Gox, okay? Bifinex and Tether were investigated by the New York York. <laughs> you see that too, right? By the New York yeah, York New York Attorney York. General. Yep. Jeez, I'm already done with this article because of that. But here's a synopsis for those unfamiliar with the story. Bitfinex is a cryptocurrency exchange, the owners of which also control Tether. Issue of the most popular stable coin known as the Tether USDT. The NIAG accuses Bitfinex of losing over $800 million. It alleges the exchange tied to recoup those losses by dipping into the cash reserves of Tether. The stable coin, its principles also lost control. So that's a rundown. <laughs> Did you just yawn? No. Yeah. You, you yawn. That's how tired you are of hearing about this tether bullshit. Just well, like I me. Mean, Next article. Yeah. Do you ever wonder if like tether's just gonna like like it's not it's not if I guess is is it like in my mind it's like when when yeah, is tether gonna seventy six percent backed? They're yeah. not like they're not they're insolvent. Isn't that what it is like? If yeah. everyone wanted a tether that had tether, they can't they can't fulfill that order. Right. Why These don't they do that? Below, like whoever man. has the most. dozens of crypto trademarks filed in the US. No, don't read year. that one. Read through then. Okay, so Bitfinex is planning to issue an exchange token shareholder. Oh Jesus. 
Decrypt Media. So, yeah, they're going to do even more. Huh? They're going to, like, I mean, so they already have Tether, right? And now they're going to issue, like, a Binance coin equivalent. So they're doubling down on people being stupid? Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, Hong Kong-based cryptocurrency exchange Bitfinex may soon issue a proprietary exchange token according to a shareholder of the platform claiming knowledge of the plan. Dong Zhao, a well-known over-the-counter trader in China who, who holds a stake in Bitfinex, who first announced the news on Weibo, told Coindesk that the exchange is indeed planning the issuance, although the details are not 100% confirmed. So now there's going to be Binance token, there's going to be Bitfinex tokens, but Bitfinex also Isn't has Isn't that tenor, great? So, yeah, yeah like I mean, it's great. This is just great. That means, like... It's the best, use, like, Jesse. This is literally... They're going to use Bitfinex token to bail out Tether. <laughs> this is literally the best. I can't... This is like when you get two credit cards because you couldn't pay off the first one. And then you have to move money around between credit cards, you know? What? No, it's not, Jesse. This is about having <laughs> two totally decentralized sovereign tokens out there on the internet being tokens. Yeah. Yeah. Why it's doesn't the super US excited, like, release, Jesse? Like, I don't hear you being super excited. The America. The American dollar. Instead of the American, the America's dollar, and then let it run alongside the American Do you dollar. Know how many Bitfinex tokens I'm gonna buy, man? Dude, you gotta buy it up right now. Right now. I'm I'm getting on that pre-order list. Give me all your Bitfinex tokens, baby. To the moon, Lambo. I want a Lamborghini submarine, baby. All right. Sorry. Uh, the other articles, Craig writes, being lame as shit. Um, artificial intelligence and art and medicine is overhyped. That's a hacker noon thing. Probably gonna take that feed out of here because those articles look weird. Um, and then the Weiss ratings have put crypto aside EOS finally. So let's take a look at these shitty Weiss ratings and see <laughs> where. <laughs> Where where let's it's put crypto? Look at these shitty Weiss ratings. Yeah, let's see here. Is there anything in here? Oh, I like how you used to have to subscribe to them, but they just go on and public publish them now public because they know they're full of shit. So the first ranking is XRP. Wow. Okay, number one. Number one crypto. <laughs> the number one cryptocurrency is, is XRP. It's Ripple. Dang. The second is EOS. The number two, Jesse. The number two cryptocurrencies, EOS. Crazy, right? Yeah. Number three is Bitcoin. A. Oh my gosh, Ethereum. A minus. Cardano. B plus. That might be the only one that's like reasonable. Steam. B plus. Neo. Zcash. Litecoin. Stellar. Oh my. You know what's weird is that they didn't organize it alphabetically. They didn't do Bitcoin, EOS, XRP. They did XRP at the top. Well, they did it by grade. Yeah, but they're all A's. Yeah, (laughs) but they're all A's, but there could be a range in there. You know what I mean? Maybe XRP got a a ninety-five. Maybe XRP got a ninety-five, and EOS got a ninety-one, and Bitcoin got a ninety. That's oh okay. Oh no, wait. Yeah, there's a minus there, so Ethereum got a ninety. 
XRP got a 99, EOS got a 97, Bitcoin got a 95. So. But then they would you have got XRP too, number one, go moon. Yeah. Oh boy, what is happening to crypto? I feel it's just like it's just. I think, I think now's the time to just sell it all. Just sell it all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like we've got to be at the bottom because at this point, even my, uh, what's the <laughs> word? Even my sentiment is like, are you fucking serious? XRP and EOS? This just isn't. That's not how any of this works. That's not. That's not how any of this works. You know what's weird? It's like, um, you know how, like the dark in the dark now, like the marketplaces there are 100 percent driven by customer satisfaction. Huh? Um. So, I feel like the news should be written by the people who actually use crypto because there's just just this dissonance between what is being shilled and what is actually being adopted by the market. Like, there's a reason why Bitcoin has the biggest market cap. There's a reason why Ripple is not number one. Like. I don't yeah, know, we, man. I just we lost those reasons over the years. Let's let's speak to the reasons now, Jesse. Why is Bitcoin number one? Why is Bitcoin? Well, let's let's not even approach approach it from that regard. Let's let's approach it from why is XRP not number one? It's centralized. But, yeah, that's that's really it. You can just stop there. <laughs> the whole point of cryptocurrencies was, I mean, um, the whole point of cryptocurrency was decentralization of value. It's, you know, it's, opportunity for everybody to get a piece. Yep. So, yeah, you just, you, that's it. It's scarce, so. decentralized uh, from a how many people own it standpoint. XRP. Really? Remember, like that part in the Matrix where the per- the the girl who wears like the white suit. Everybody wears black suits, but she wears the white suit. And when she gets her plug pulled, and she looks up, and she's like, "Not like this." And then she gets her plug pulled. That's what yeah. I feel like sometimes reading these articles. I'm like, "What is happening to crypto?" Not like this. Not like this. No. It's not supposed to go this way. <laughs> uh, guess I better go out and buy some XRP if it's fucking number one. All right, next. You see that uh, XRapid is being adopted by Swift so that they're not even really competing? So I, I can't really, I don't know what's real and what's not real as far as XRapid actually competing with Swift or is Swift actually adopting XRapid? This is what I think happened. Ripple is trying to usurp Swift. They're trying to say, Swift, you're old. We need something better. So they built something that's technically better. But Swift is bureaucratically emboldened into finance. So what do they do? They get some crazy-ass momentum from left field with this new thing called cryptocurrency. By not making a cryptocurrency whatsoever, calling it a cryptocurrency, and getting this 
wild grassroots um what's the word i'm looking for like uh, when you're it's like almost like guerrilla marketing this this massive critical point to where there's so many people talking about xrp which is ripple which is the same thing still like you're not pulling that glaze over my eyes anymore ripple community talking to you that they can just survive long enough and make enough noise to where they can start to beat swift and then they become the new swift because it's not a cryptocurrency ripple is not even it runs off of the ripple consensus i think or something like that no man did you know swift the uh the chairman of Swift is Yawar Shaw. And Yawar Shaw worked for Citibank, worked for JP Morgan for 20 years. Uh, and his education is Harvard, MBA Harvard. Just, they're all, they, they're all like frat brothers, you know, like frat <laughs> bros. All people who run like everything in the world. Yeah. They're like Harvard frat bros. Oh. It's kind of gross. Uh, going on to Thursday because I just skimmed Wednesday's articles and they don't look too tasty. There's one about market cap is forming an alliance to tackle concerns over price data integrity. So oh, yeah. here it is, years later, market cap, coinmarketcap.com. Oh, is here, still... here, here. Let me let me read that. That's a Wednesday article. You just did Tuesday. Oh, so my you bad, can my bad. Wednesday. Oh, you're good. Just don't want you to do more than. You, uh, you know me, trying to go the extra mile. Uh, I know, but these these headlines are not the best, actually. Hmm. Oh, okay, Coin Market Cap forms alliance to tackle concerns over price data integrity. Cryptocurrency data provider Coin Market Cap is working with major exchanges on an initiative aimed to make price data more transparent. The effort sees the firms forming a new alliance dubbed the Data Accountability and Transparency Alliance that will discuss ways to tackle concerns over cryptocurrency data reporting in its current state, CoinMarketCap announced Wednesday. So led by MarketCap, the alliance has notable members at launch, including the cryptocurrency exchanges Binance, Bittrex, OKEx, Huobi, Liquid, Upbit, KuCoin, HitBTC, Gate.io, OceanX, and Bitfinex. These are like all the dirty exchanges, which will provide, quote, in-depth suggestions on how to boost transparency at a biannual roundtable event. You notice how, like, Coinbase is not there? Because there's no Coinbase token yet. Not yet. And, like, yeah, just, yeah, not yet. CoinMarketCap is also mandating that all exchanges listed on its platform must provide live trading data and live order book data. If exchanges fail to do so within 45 days, they will be removed from the platform's adjusted volume calculation. calculations. Why isn't Coin, uh, Coinbase there, though? Coinbase so doesn't play nice with a lot of people. Okay. So last month, the cryptocurrency index fund provider Bitwise Asset Management claimed that 95% of all reported Bitcoin trading volume is faked and that the true spot market for Bitcoin essentially exists on 10 different exchanges. 
Uh, coin market caps data at the time indicated that the Bitcoin market's average daily volume is roughly $6 billion, but Bitwise said that the actual average daily Bitcoin trading volume was more like $273 million. We recognize the indeed quote, we recognize the need for evolving with the times and want to continue providing transparency and discovery for the long tail of crypto assets, said market coin market cap founder Brandon Chez. The data provider has also launched its own block explorers for the Bitcoin and Ethereum networks aimed to help new users better understand how to interact with blockchains. All right, whatever. Hmm. So the exchanges that BitcoinTradeVolume.com has as the 10, essentially the 10 ones with legitimate volume are Binance, Bitfinex, Coinbase, Kraken, Bitstamp, Bitflyer, Gemini, ItBit, Bitrix, and Poloniex. And uh, it's about $401 million in 24-hour volume. But I would I would probably say that Bitrex is not 100% legitimate. So is Bitfinex and so is Poloniex. Well, yeah, a lot of the Chinese exchanges have been, there's been like uh, allegations for, for years now. And Malta, of course, Binance. I just think like half of them. I think the only legitimate ones are Coinbase, Kraken, Bitstamp, Bitflyer, Gemini, and ItBit. Maybe Poloniex. Huh? American exchanges? Yeah, American, UK, and Japanese exchanges. I feel like the like Binance out of Malta, like that had their their twenty four hour volume is double that of Bitfinex in second place, and that's Taiwan at seventy three million dollars. Binance claims a hundred and sixty one million dollar twenty four hour volume. Coinbase claims a forty nine million uh twenty four hour volume. So it's just like it's just so so far beyond the other number two and number three that is just and and Binance has all these like little gimmicks that they use, um, like additional yeah. tokens, bonus tokens for trading volume. So it's just Binance looks like an STD. Like it looks like <laughs> STD of yeah, crypto really trading. Like it really is. You go to Binance and you you look on it and I'm and I look at it and I'm. I I don't I for one don't have a Binance account. I never got one because of I wasn't into trading shit coins. That wasn't my thing. And so when I look at people use Binance, I just look like you're you're gonna get an STD on your computer. You're gonna get it. Oh no, wait, no, no, no. But they call it an STI nowadays. It was ST STD back when I was a youngin. Now it's a sexually transmitted infection. So. Yeah, but it's, it's gross. Yeah, for the computer. Yeah, it's for your computer though, Jesse. It's not for like your dingling. Yeah, it's for your computer. So. Anyways, Thursday. Let's let's wrap rapidly wrap this up. This is a uh, Thursday's news. No news on Friday. We've got to find a way to get some good, energetic, better articles into this because some of these articles are just like. It's like, really? I don't even want to read that. But let's go into Thursday's news. Central banks settled like cross border. This is the first week in a while that, that like we haven't had like good articles. Right? Uh, I 
know. Like the last couple, the last few weeks, even though they were from Coin Telegraph and CoinDesk, they were like still, they're still pretty pretty good articles. And they're yeah, fun they articles. were fun. Like, they let us down. Lightning right Network on to Bitcoin.com or yeah, on the Bitcoin blockchain. Uh, yeah, that's what I meant. I mean, that was yeah, that was a that's cool true. article. And then there was like the what there was the neutrino thing, where you can la- launch up a lightning node, but you don't have to sync. Oh yeah, yep, yep. So that was a big. You, can you could basically run like a lightning a... node on your mobile phone. So that's kind of sexy. Yeah, there were a lot of cool articles last week. I think. Yeah. Well, that fuck it. Here's Thursday's news: Central banks <laughs> settle cross-border payments with blockchain for the first time. It's crazy because Bitcoin's been doing that for years. Next article. Um. U.S. Department of Justice moves to detain defendant in crypto shadow banking case. Don't need to read it. Know what happened. Uh, Decrypt Media Capital Reginald Fowler. Their article links are weird. You can't ever read it. You just got to click it and dive in. The strange case against crypto capital connected Reginald Fowler. An investor in the Minnesota Vikings, the Arizona businessman, was trying to finance a new U.S. football league. But the feds say he was a mastermind in a vast money laundering operation at the heart of the crypto industry. Weird. According to the feds, he has access to $345 million. His money stashed in dozens of banks all over the world. He's printing up sheets of counterfeit $100 notes. What? He has links to a vast global conspiracy involving cryptocurrency firms Tether and Bitfinex. And the U.S. government says he's a flight risk. Does that sound like Reginald Fowler, an investor in the Minnesota Vikings and U.S. football entrepreneur? Indeed it is, says the feds. And a BOFO Sports Illustrated report would seem to confirm parts of it. The magazine detailed Fowler's role in the launch and the spectacular crash of a new football league, the Alliance of American Football, which was tied to his alleged money laundering operation. Wow, this is... Like I, I fear like when people get too rich, they just want to invent problems for themselves sometimes. Like, man, I'm sending hundreds of millions of dollars. You know what I should do? Counterfeit $100 bills and launch a money laundering scheme with a professional football league. Who's in? Who wants to get in on that? It'll be some pretty cool Saturdays, guys. You want in on that, Jesse? Let's go. I'm reading about who Reggie Fowler is, or was, or I guess is. Let's. What kind of evil genius schemes could I think up if I had hundreds of millions of dollars? You know what I would do? What would you do? I would, if I were an evil genius, uh-huh. build software that could record people's voices. And then that software could using the power of artificial intelligence buzzword 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 have prank call conversations with people but they thought it was their loved ones right so you've got all kinds of conversations happening around the planet with people and their loved ones and while they're not paying attention I would find a way to get into all of their houses and take their things 
So it's just a very long bait and switch, right? They're on the phone with a fake loved one, and then I just break in and steal their jewelry. Dang. Yeah. Crazy, right? It's yeah. almost as crazy as trying to start a professional football league and printing a hundred dollars. <laughs> fake Evil. Benjamins. Super genius. Yes. One giant bait and switch. You think you're talking to your mother? It's a robot. I just stole your necklace. All right. <laughs> so on to the next article. These people are weird. Uh, ooh. Microsoft makes JP Morgan's quorum. Here we go. Here, here we go. Microsoft makes JP Morgan's quorum the preferred blockchain for Azure Cloud. Azure. Microsoft will promote JP Morgan. JP Morgan chases quorum blockchain to the global tech giant's business. Microsoft's already in bed with Ether. Right? I feel like Microsoft is in bed with everyone in crypto. Everybody is in bed with everybody. JP Morgan coin in the Xbox? (gasps) Corn will be used to support both JP Morgan and Microsoft's blockchain programs as well as the bank's interbank information network, its internal cryptocurrency JPM coin, and royalty payment points for the Xbox gaming. Through the partnership, both firms will try to address enterprise, developer, and vendor needs for building on blockchain applications using Azure's cloud server. Microsoft will also provide support for the network's users, including engineering support. The move will make Coral more easily available to customers the Azure platform, said Microsoft Executive Vice President of Business Development, Peggy Johnson. In a statement, she said, as digital transformation extends beyond the walls of an individual organization, companies need solutions that enable them to securely share their business processes and data. Thursday's move raises the question of whether the bank will still spin quorum off into its own self-funded entity. Rumors first emerged in March 2018 that JPM would let quorum launch as an independent platform, largely due to its own success. JP Morgan is still exploring options. That's in quotations, so we don't know if they're doing it or not. For a possible spinoff, sources familiar with the bank's thinking said Thursday. So JP Morgan is now... Full on getting in bed with crypto, hitting it raw. <laughs> I'm sorry for that visual. I'm not. Um, that's it. No more articles this week. Done. Done. Done for the week, guys. So, hey, we're going to do this again. Another call to action. If you read good, energetic crypto news that is is it's good news and it's an rss feed that you're subscribed to please join the slack at the bitcoinpodcast.com drop it in the general chat uh we tried the hacker noon thing thank you to whoever submitted it um i think it was faces no nevertheless it, it's got a little bit too many how how to guides and you know we're, we're, just, we're just trying to see which which rss feeds work the best so um you got anything, Jesse? Uh, nope. All right, guys. Uh, well, well, thank you for another t- tune in for another week of uh, the Bitcoin Podcast. That was just the headers. It's weird that we're a headline show. We're 
both of the hosts are getting tired of the headlines. <laughs> Whenever you laugh like Cheshire Cat, I can't help but laugh too. Oh man, but it's so true though. Yeah, it's like, like these headlines suck. These headlines are doo doo, and <laughs> it's not crypto's fault. It's like not like this. Not like this. Not like this. <laughs> so, um, if you know something we don't know, uh, please tip us off, and we'll be more than happy to present that news back to you. Uh, but until then, uh, we're in a little news rut with some of these very, 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 very doo-doo articles. Oh, and go buy XRP, because Lamborghini submarines, baby. That's all I got, Jesse. I got nothing more. Nothing more to add this week. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in and listening to our show. I appreciate it. Play, Go follow Jesse on Twitch. <laughs> Play...